Welcome to the Homeschool Together podcast. Where one working mom and a stay-at-home dad help you navigate the nuts and bolts of the growing and dynamic world of homeschooling. With a focus on early learners. Like me! All the ins and outs of building and maintaining your homeschool life. Homeschool! Find out tips and tricks to make things like this easier. I'm reading! And ultimately, enjoy educating your kids. And what's that last thing? Have fun together! Did I do good, Daddy? (laughs) Yeah, you did, sweetie. Good job. Hello and welcome to Homeschool Together. Thanks so much for joining us. If you have a chance, head down in the show notes and you'll see all of our great links, um, as well as links to our YouTube channel, which if you're hearing this today live as it drops, <laughs> we will be finishing up our videos from our around the world journey on YouTube. If you're following along, we're doing the Build Your Library Torchlight Combination and we are finishing up our final videos this week. So keep an eye out for that and you'll see the last of those videos. But don't fret. We are not going to stop. We have more videos planned um, to go into more depth about some spines and more details about the the combined curriculum. So we know there's a, a lot of new listeners who are um, getting prepared to do this this coming year, and they're gonna, yeah, they're going to be doing the thing that we just finished. We're excited for you. Yeah. Um, if you have a chance, head back and see our review, our hour and a half long review of yeah. the of but the a whole couple thing. weeks ago. Yeah, a couple weeks ago, and then also we'll have our videos as well, and then we'll continue to drop more videos along the way to help you out give you some ideas, some good spines and and some final final thoughts and as well as the 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 new curriculums, the new the, our first grade curriculums that we'll be doing, we'll be doing videos on those as well. We have committed to ourselves over dinner, over a wonderful filet mignon dinner of our anniversary. Yeah, it was so yeah. good. Yeah, so we've been together for a very long time. So, I say that like it was a bad thing. <laughs> No, it was a fabulous thing. thing. But yeah, we are committed. We're going to do videos. I'm in the middle of a Harry Potter unit study. I think we're going to go ahead and do some videos about that. I'm staring at the shiplap that should be on the wall that's been here for... What's the joke? I saw it the other day. Uh, uh, A couple finishes DIY four-hour weekend projects two years later. Right. right. Yeah, so we're... (laughs) Yeah, we're trying to get this like backdrop up so that we can do these YouTube videos and it looks really nice and you don't have to see us sitting in front of our monitors anymore. Um, But we got COVID and so that took a couple of weeks out of our our life. And uh, now we're trying to just recover and get out of the house and enjoy the fact that we can go out of the house again um, and be well. So yes, we're going to get that done in our YouTube videos. They're going to go up a notch. So stay tuned. Stay with us. We're going to do... We're going to talk about the Harry Potter study. We're going to do a video probably we're finishing up blossom and root space for kinder science probably talk about that um we will be starting into and i i gotta finish my planning but we will be starting into a combination of prehistory with blossom and root and build your library and that'll be leading us into build your library one ancient civilizations at the first of 2023 so um we have a lot to cover and talk about. I know that's going to be a popular combination. I know yep. people are interested in that one too. So um, yeah, stay stay with us. We're hoping to put together some cool stuff. And one of the things we talked about was this really neat nature notebook that you did for the kids. Yep. And you had this cute picture. It was like a Pacific Northwest background image. And then this picture of a dad and two kids in like cartoon and it was super cute and we had told people that we made it with canva um and a bunch of folks said like wait a minute what's canva what is canva so by popular demand we are we will be talking about canva we're gonna go into canva which is a really cool tool and we've been using it now for a couple of years here with the podcast and you'd used it before that as an author with your your covers and things yeah i make Um, make book covers and also marketing materials for like banners for newsletters and things for right all kinds of things so we've been using it for a long time and I guess we forget that it's not, you know, as as readily um, available in the minds of everyone else. And it's an amazing tool, not just for small businesses or for podcasts like this, or if you have a blog or some other kind of, uh, you know, a YouTube channel that you're going to, you know, you're kind of vlogging what you do, like like we kind of do. Um but also just for your homeschool in a more much more traditional sense of worksheets and planning and all kinds of things. So today. We're going to go into like all of Canva. So. so so the first thing is like, what is Canva, right? It's it's a tough right. word, you know, uh, to like kind of connect to what it actually does. It's like, right. but think of it as like a canvas. It is a, it is a photo manipulation kind of editing tool, but it's not Photoshop. 
It's easier than Photoshop. Right. It's meant to be sort of like kind of a a clip art style. I, I of, feel like it's I feel like it's online free desktop publishing. Yeah, but so but if you think about like publisher, yeah, yeah, no, I know, super easy. But if you think about like what Microsoft Publisher was, yeah. you know, think about what the things you could make if you've ever used Publisher before or something like that. You know, if you want to think about banners or flyers or yearbooks, newsletters, yearbooks and things, yeah, like doing a yearbook, and things of that yeah, anything where you're going to be adding uh, images and text, and whether those images are graphics or pictures or yeah. whatever, and you're going to add text and you want to do boxes, there's rulers and guides so that you can make it all look cool. Mm-hmm. You know, it's that kind of merging of, of clip art, images, text in a, an a online really f- desktop A really fancy way of doing digital scrapbooking, but more elegant than that. Uh, yeah. I mean, anything where you where you combine images and text. Yeah, I think, exactly. and, there's, and there's a million different uses for that. Um, but Canva is on completely online and it is free so that's what's really exciting well it has a free option and most most websites now have a free option they tend to wound the product like right you know figuratively they wound the product so that it wants you to pay for the tool Mm -hmm. we found that the free canva is incredibly useful and you could live forever in free Canva. I mean, I think you could do a lot. The difference yeah. between free and, and paid really is that you're just not eligible for some of the templates. What's really great about Canva, mm-hmm. you know, and like something like Publisher used to have this was like, yeah. and PowerPoint has templates, right? So you've got a template to do, oh, I want to make a banner and it's got a template. The thing about Canva that I think is amazing is they have so many yeah. templates it's been the, around it's been around for a long time the number of templates is like ag- insane yeah they've aggregated so many templates and they they actually i think they have a whole department that actually sources beautifully designed templates from oh, designers yeah. and then they use those as like here you go just go ahead and use this. right it's you like know? if you want to do a template for like a, a type of um a flyer or something or a banner yeah. or something. I mean, they the, got stuff the, right the number the of templates they have are yeah. is just astronomical. And so if you have the free version, then you don't get access to all of their designs. Mm-hmm. You also don't get access to all of the photos and all of the clip art and all of the shapes. Yeah, they, they, so, par- they partner with a few companies. I think right. Pixabay is one of them where you get access to um, what would normally be behind a paywall for mm-hmm. you to purchase the images, you get to use those images for free. One of my favorite websites, and I'll put it in the show notes, is Unsplash, U-N-S-P-L-A-S-H, um, dot com, and I'll put that in the show notes. It's one of my favorite places. It's a royalty-free, uh, cost-free uh, place to get images. Right. And it's really cool. And so Trello they, uses Unsplash for their background exact, images, by the way. Exactly, yeah. So a lot of these these tools will will kind of align with these products. So And I think they use Pixabay, and I think there's another company they use as well, but Pixabay is the big one that I see on the right. in, in the actual. So icon. you can search for any kind of image, yeah. and you know, like I was, I, I wanted to do a Harry Potter thing the other day, so I searched Harry Potter, and while it wasn't obviously a picture of Daniel Radcliffe as Harry Potter or the cover of one of the books, it was like an up close image of what's clearly like Gryffindor robes, right? <laughs> yeah. But doesn't actually say the words Harry Potter on it, things like that. So you can get all kinds of. Yeah. really cool stuff um so you won't get access to all the different the different pictures and clip art unless you pay. and, and yeah. shapes unless it's paid um there's also the paid version has a background remover so you can take a, a picture of something and then you can remove like it's like it's a, a person or an object you can remove the whole background which is really cool we use that for our uh some of our youtube covers for like mm-hmm. our kindergarten series we use that um so the those are kind of the main things and there's a few other like photo editing tools and things you don't get in the free version they tend to be more advanced features that you probably wouldn't use i mean it's funny we we pay for canva because we use it so much for the podcast it's 12.99 a month it's not super expensive but the really cool thing is they have something called canva for education and it is canva pro but it's free and the way that you get it is you need to find a way to prove that you are a homeschool parent. Um, I will link a, um, a website in the show notes that kind of walks you through some of it. But basically, one of the ways you can do that, um, you could, if you have like, we have an ID, for example, from our parent partnership that says I'm a teacher educator. If you have some sort of an ID from a government um, institution, so a, a school like that would work, or some other certifying body. So like, let's say you had to 
do a qualification course to be a teacher in your state, or you have your uh, declaration to homeschool might work for you. Yeah. You know, try to su- try to supply some sort of proof that you really are a home educator and that you intend to use Canva for education, and they'll prove it and give it to you for free. Um, so it's really terrific. And and like I said, we'll link something in the show notes, but, um, if you can't, if you don't have an ID card or you don't have something else, um, but you're in some sort of, a like a parent partnership or a co-op or something, you could even get a letter written from the person that runs that that says your name and your student's name and that, you know, you are an educator. So you might have to be a little bit creative depending on your state and, and what you do. But, um, Try definitely because the number of templates that's available to you as a pro or or Canva for Education user, user like you're gonna you're gonna want it. And once you start using this for homeschool and you see the number of templates, yeah. um, it's yes, you could make your own thing, but yeah. they're amazing, and you, I think you're gonna want them. You could live within the free element, and when, when yeah, you're I using think you could. when you're using the tool, it'll tell you what what items are free and which one are premium. Yeah, they have they like a little crown. crown. Yeah, a little crown it says it's pro. Yeah, and then once you, it's one of those things that it's sort of like for us, like I talk about all the time, YouTube Premium. You know, we pay for YouTube Premium, so we don't have ads. We don't, and we get access to you know original content, things of like that. But it's really the ads. It's the fact that I don't yeah. have to watch ads. We leverage it so much for our homeschool. It's it, just like it's like oh my god, if it. I had to watch a thirty second ad every time I was on YouTube, I wouldn't use YouTube. No, yeah. I mean that's just the reality. And paying the fifteen bucks a month is just it's just a no brainer for me because I use it so much. This is one of those things that like we use Canva so much and so often. It's one of those tools that like if you can get it for free or if you just pay the fifteen dollars. It, it really is useful. It's really amazing yeah. what you can do. And we're going to go into details about, right. you know, we're talking about it from like a content creator standpoint and whatnot. And you're thinking probably at home going, you know, how, how can I use it as an educator? We're going to go into details about how you in the home can use right. Canva to create materials, to create learning things, whatever it might be. Um, it's a wonderful, po- wonderfully powerful tool. And it, you know, if you can get the the free option or just pay for it, you, you're, I think you'll find the value in it. Yeah, I mean, we, we noticed it like minute we paid for it, we were like, "Wow, this is it's this a, was totally this worth was it." Totally I worth mean, it. if you if you if you look at the templates that they have, think of it almost in terms of like teachers pay teachers. Yeah, and some of the amazing templates it's, that you find it's on a teachers DI, pay teachers. It's a DIY teachers for teachers, right? It, yeah. It's amazing. Um, and yeah, we're going to go through all the templates, but you know, just know that you can try to get it for, for education and you can start off as a free user and then upgrade to pro or Canva for education later. If you want to, you can just start out trying it. I, sometimes I hesitate to yeah, right. want to go through all the steps to, you know, completely get it all dialed in, um, for free and have not used it before. So you might just want to get an account and check it out. But I think that you're going to find there's a lot here. So let's go right into the basics. Let's let's talk about some terminology that people will, you know, they're going to go home. They're listening to the podcast. They're they're out on a run because they're 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 keeping up with their New Year's resolutions. And a run to the grocery a store. A run to the grocery store. I find that I am always listening strips. to my podcast like when I'm in the car going taking the kids somewhere. And so they're they're sitting there going, "Okay, I'm going to come home. I'm going to create, you know, an account on Canva and I'm going to have a free account and I'm going to want to immediately begin to do things. So let's talk to them a little bit about terminology and some basics. First thing is the templates. Right. So there are so many different things you can create. And t- we, yeah. Uh, when I mean, you go think in. Think of it as like a blank canvas. A lot of times, you know, the scariest thing of when you're using something like Photoshop and whatnot is they just give you the. the you start the from scratch. scratch. There's like nothing there. And you're yeah. like, well, what do I What do, do I do? Like, oh, I want to make a scrapbook page in Photoshop. Yeah. I mean, technically you can do that. And I've done that. Yeah. Um, but. How do I how do I how do I start on I, I, that? I don't even know what I want to do. So they're at home. They're going, oh, I want to you know I want to make a, a sheet of multiplication problems, or I want to make right. a sheet that I can put into a slip, and my kid can use a grease paper, uh, you know, a grease pen to, you know, do some math problems, and I can wipe it. Clean. Yeah, practice right. handwriting. Like, or... like that, those are the type of things we're you know <laughs> we as educators are thinking about, not like oh I want to make a cool you know, thing for, you know, my kid to, you know, heck, you can even find coloring pages and stuff. I mean, there's so many things. There's but, so many things. So the first yeah, thing about Canva is, is you will go to create a design. Yeah. And in that, there's a whole lot of things, right? There's Facebook posts. There's a lot of social media things. You're going to find a lot of that for content creators like us where yeah. there's, or and businesses, right? So you want to create a an a flyer. You want to create a... Sure. 
a right or an Instagram post or whatever. But what you can do on the left, there is a whole series of categories. And so if you go down to education and expand that, you'll see a bunch of the education categories and you can open those up and just browse the templates. And any one that you see that's interesting, you click on it, you click customize, you can go in and then you can every element in these templates is customizable. So if you see this really cool template that's got, you know, neat clip art here and banners and, and, you know, images and text and bubbles and all these things, everything in there is completely 100% customizable. None of their templates are set. It's all for you to mess with. And they're like, really amazing, you know, Photoshop templates or something that, you yeah. know, like you would pay for. I've done enough digital scrapbooking um, that you would pay for these kind of like layouts where the pictures are blank. So you could just put your own pictures in, except this, these are, these are part of Canva. So, so the first thing is templates. So you have templates. Once you get a template and you get inside it, then there's a bunch of different sections in there. So mm-hmm. you can change the colors, the backgrounds, there's elements, which is going to be shapes and things. The so, shapes, ele- shape elements can be both shapes. Um, they can be, um, void shapes where it's like, it is a certain shape that you can add an image to. Right. Like, oh, it's a heart shape. And yeah. then it has, I'm going to add somebody's a picture of my, my, my daughter into it. And right. And it's going to conform to the heart. It'll conform to the heart. There's other things that are like gradients where you can set colors, say, oh, it's going to be blue to red. And then I can like stretch the gradient right. or whatnot. So all the different like just, you know, rectangles, circles, ovals. The, those are more know. like classic Photoshop. There's type lines of things, yeah. and, and um, arrows and Blocks you can really and, try to select just about anything. So there's all of that. Some and of then, them are block oriented, but some of them are really beautiful and elaborate and oh, you know, yeah. wonderfully designed. So like, and they have a search tab for every single one of these things. So you have your templates and then you can click on elements. Mm-hmm. And once you click on that, they show you, you know, the popular elements and then mm-hmm. your recently selected elements that are up at the top. And then you have the ability to just search like, oh, I'm looking for an arrow. I need an arrow because I, right. or I'm looking for a greater than symbol because I want to do some math problems yeah. or I need a plus, right? I just need a plus sign. And they're going to show you all these different plus Really cool stylized yeah. different so things. Under the search, once, in a, once in a template, like if you're looking for a template, you can search there as well. So you just put in the search term. The minute you find the thing that you're looking for, because it's all graphic, you just click on it. And then it just it is automatically placed into whatever you have in your design. So say like you're looking for a plus sign in the elements, you just click on it. And then once it goes into the design, you it's selected and you can just move it around. You can resize it. You can change the color. There's a ton of little options you can do to And it's it. all, you know, we talked a little bit about Photoshop. Yeah. Photoshop is like the land of a thousand buttons and I don't know what any of them do. No. I feel like there's such a learning curve when using a program like that. And I know how incredibly powerful it is. And it, it obviously needs to be that way because it's like the gold standard of photo editing. But it, it's like such a steep learning curve. I never want to get into it. I never have that much time. Rest assured, Canva is no. very user friendly. It's intuitive because it's very you're, intuitive. you're just selecting, moving, resizing, grabbing, changing a couple of parameters, right. and it's done. And it's super simple. It's, it's just very, there's not a million buttons. There's also a lot of guide bars. So if you want to snap to the center or snap to the middle, they show you that once you once you hit right. that area, it will snap that to that area for you, mm-hmm. and that makes it a lot really easy to align things. So, for example, what if you're doing a bunch of math problems? And you don't want your math problems all over the place, right? So you, you do one math problem, you then co- you can just select it, you know, the text and say copy and yeah, paste. Yeah, control C, control, control v. v. It works. And then you change the numbers and then you can align it to the one above and then you control C, control right. V and you make another one. It's just a great easy way like to... Like the spacing between lines, it will know, okay, will well, know. the spacing of the first two, we're just going to make that for all of them. I mean, it, it's very smart. It's so, very smart. So you've got elements, then you have... Um, uh, images and clip art so yep. you can search for something like harry potter for example if i searched for harry potter i would get all kinds of images that are kind of representative of a harry potter type thing without obviously being a copyrighted image and i'm going to get a bunch of clip art of wizard related type things as exactly. well and so you're going to get all of those oh here's a wand here's a robe here's a scarf you know? right you could get any, any of that kind of stuff so and then 
Um, you will, some of them can be gifts. So they actually move. Um, so there's different options there that you'll get those pieces and you can pull them into your, what you're working on and you know, change them all around, do whatever you want to do to them. Yeah. Then there's also a section for upload your own media there. You can upload your own pictures or video if you want to, um, to use in your template. Um, and so you can put that kind of kind of thing in there too. Uh, then there's text and the text is not just like, Oh, select a font. Uh, you can do that. But there's also a bunch of like text templates where they'll yep. put a couple, uh, two or three different text styles together to show you how they can look together and how yep. they will like, you know, complement each other. And sometimes they're gro- So just like in most photo editing or photo manipulation tools you can multi-select and group things and a lot right. of times with those fonts when they drop them in there'll be a group of fonts and then you just select one you go oh i don't want that one i just select it or i, I right click and say ungroup and then i select it and i delete it it's just a simple right. delete right and and then you can change it resize and it. and they're all like sample text they're, like imagine yeah, imagine easy. it would be like a splashy party and then the next yeah. underneath it would be a different font that would say Here's for the, joe's birthday yeah, and then and, and then, then at the yeah. bottom is something really small that says the address yeah. you know what i mean like something like that and they do it in different fonts but it looks really good together yeah. and the fonts all have different abilities not just bold and italicize and underline you can do like a shadow you can do you can glow them to glow them yeah you can you offset can blur them. them there's blur, and you can yeah. make them different colors with blurs you can do a bunch of stuff and it really guides you through all of those really well so it, it does a really nice job and what's of great that. and what and, and you know just step back just a tad this is all through the web browser there's no right. installed software no nope. so everything you're doing is being saved automatically and so if anything happens where you're like oh all of a sudden i lost my internet or my computer crashed not a big deal as you're manipulating everything, it's instantly saving on your Canva dashboard. So you don't mm-hmm. have to worry about losing your work. You don't have to worry about having to have your computer to do your job. So if you go to your your you know your parents' house this weekend and you forgot Johnny's, you know, math homework, great. Open up Canva, sign in, go to grandma's computer, you know, print off the sheets, make a couple more, print them off, and boom, you can do your math homework. Or if you forgot or you, you, you left the work that you had printed off earlier, you just sign in and print it off again. That That is, I think, you know, having your products, having your designs in the cloud like that where you can mm-hmm. access them anywhere. They also have an app support on your phone. So if you need to get your material from your phone, wherever you are, maybe you're in the library at your co-op or you're at the library at your parent partnership or you're at just at the public library and you're like, oh man, I need to print that thing. Dial up, open it up on your phone, connect your phone to the printer there, and go ahead and print it. It's what, just it's, one of the things really I really powerful. like about the mobile is yeah. when you upload your own media, I can upload pictures right from my from phone, phone yeah. to the Canva app, even though I don't do a lot like of hard work in the Canva app. We take so many photos. It's the but easiest I, way to get photos into exactly. Canva. Exactly. It's yeah. the easiest way to get it from your phone into, into, um, into Canva. So, so let's and, talk and a little why, bit. But why does that matter? Because a lot of times you want to personalize the things you're doing. Exactly. You want to put Johnny's face on it or you want to put Susie's face on it, on her, their math homework or, you know, whatever it might be. Right. right? There might be something neat that you want to do and you want to get that media from your phone. Exactly. Uh, so let's talk a little bit too about the interface. So the way that this works is Canva is done in sheets. And so it starts with, you know, whatever you've selected, it'll make it that size. And then uh, you can go ahead and add successive sheets and those sheets yeah. can just be blank white or you can actually copy the sheet in front of it and it'll make that and then you could tweak it. So if you want something to have consistency between all the sheets, yeah. you can just copy and then remove elements. So, so why would they need that? Well, if, you're, if your learner likes a certain design you've used, you can just copy it and then you mm-hmm. make the edits without losing the previous one. A good example of us using this in the real world is all of our... Um, the cards on our YouTube video that yeah. we use, we tend to have the same design and we just swap out a few things here and there. You could also have, you know, report, you may use this as a reporting feature, right? Mm-hmm. To have all of your, your stuff reporting, you know, back to your school yeah, district. Yeah, I want to talk whatever. more about that. Yeah, we'll talk in about a that. Bit. But just, you know, don't think of it as just as, oh, I'm creating a pretty picture or anything like that. You can really, really have your design. Your design could be very minimalist and Spartan, like right. a very, you know, 
good public education person. It's just, you know, lines and, and data. But you just want to continue to use that same design because you like it or it works mm-hmm. or whatever. It's it really be. easy to copy designs and make new things. And one of the things that Pro or Canva for Education gives you is the ability to take something that you've made and resize it to another template size. Yeah. So you could say like, oh, I really like the style of this. I need it to be square now. Or or I, it's in it's in my print paper format size, like a, mm-hmm. a sheet of paper. I really want this to be um, a flashcard. Right. And so I want to resize it to a flashcard right. size. Right. So it like copies it and say, you can say, oh, I want to do this as this yeah. new size, whatever, four by six or whatever it is. It'll copy your design and make it that. And then obviously you're going to have to like tweak some things to make yeah. it look right. But it's it basically takes what you did, your project, and makes it another size. So it does some really neat things. And that's the pro feature. and, and That is a pro feature. You yeah. think, oh, no, I'll just start a new one, recreate it. And yeah, you can do that, but it's just a pain in the butt. It depends. If you want to really yeah. keep consistency between different things, you'll find, for us, you know, with the podcast, we use the heck out of it. Um, I mean, you, for example, you'll you, probably could, find that you, you could be teaching a class at your co-op about, you know, plant biology. And that's sure. that's your job this thing this year. And you don't want all your materials to look weird. Right. right? You, you want, want to have the some level of consistency. Right? Absolutely. I, I think that there's a lot of goodness there. So um, let's talk a little bit about how it saves. So you can take you can take anything that you do in Canva. One of the things you can do is you can they, they have a feature where you can go ahead and make your design into a physical thing like a t-shirt, a tag, stickers. Yeah. You can, you know, you have to order whatever. So you can do something cool. If you want to do custom shirts for your homeschool, <laughs> do them with Canva because you can make this super cool design about whatever yeah. homeschool academy and make shirts with it, make bags with it, tote bags. I mean, you can do whatever. So there's some cool stuff there. But in general, when you're looking to download something digital, you can you can print right from Canva if you want to, but you can also download it as images. You can download it as PowerPoint. You can download it as document. You can download it as an MP4. So you can actually make a video. You could they have make video capabilities. With exactly. You could make like a, and they have a little bit of video editing too. You could make like a cool border. Let's say that your student did a science project. You could do a really cool board with all the stuff about the project mm-hmm. that he or she did. And then you... Um, you go ahead and you paste in a video of the experiment and you output the whole thing as a video. So while the video is playing in MP4, you have this cool border around it that gives all the information about it, right? So yeah. you can you can export well, it as a video. And you can export it as a video and they send it to grandma. They send it to sure. their, their cousin, whatever it might be. Whatever. And they have the pride. And this is the thing. This is so easy that I don't think we we think it's for the adults, but it could also be for... The learners as that well. That is a that is a huge part of this, I think. And there yeah. are some of the templates we'll talk about um, that would be great for your learners to use themselves. And I think this is friendly enough that kids can definitely use Absolutely. this. You know, once you reach you know basic computer skills age. Yeah. The, I think the formats are are uh, PNG, JPEG. There's a PDF. There's the PowerPoint yeah, option. PDF. So document, you can send it to Dropbox, Dropbox. you can put it to Google Drive, you can save it as a GIF, as an MP4. If there is a file type that you need to save this as... Hold on, is it a GIF or a GIF? uh, I'm not going to get into that. (laughs) If 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 there's a file type that you need, chances are... Canva will save to it. So you could make an entire PowerPoint presentation in Canva with all their cool templates and not have to worry about messing with Microsoft products if you don't want to. Maybe you're like a Google Slides person and you just don't want to do that, but you need to create a PowerPoint for something. You could do it all in Canva. So it's important to know how you can save things. Um, The other thing about Canva is it can do most typical photo editing. So anything that's not too crazy as far as photos go. I I have used Canva to do some digital scrapbooking and I can put a photo in there. I can lighten it. I can change the color saturations and the hue. I can do some basic autocorrect stuff, cropping, and there's a whole bunch of sliders of things. You can't do anything like Photoshop advanced, but most photo editing that you would probably need to do, you can do in Canva. Similarly with video editing, you can do some trimming and things, but nothing too crazy but it does have for me it has enough photo editing capability that i would rather use it than use something else because it's just it's intuitive it's it's intuitive but think about it like um microsoft photo editor you know level of photo editing tools just the basics yeah but 
you know, 99% of the time, that's all we would use anyway. <laughs> well, it's a smooth interface. I rarely have any issues or glitches or bugs or anything. It's They have a very good product. So you're, you're right. Like it is just right. very intuitive and it's very easy to use. So you can, you can load in your photos, you can edit them or your videos, you can save things. We talked about some file types. You can also make a presentation right from Canva. Mm -hmm. So if you've made a series of slides and you want to make a presentation, you click on the present button, it will present as if it is PowerPoint and it will go either with a manual click to advance the slides or an automatic, um, you know, movement between slides. I, so, I, believe, I believe they also have a public share option so that you can take your slides and they turn that quote unquote into a web page so that you can just share the link. And you can actually then send that to people and they can actually view your slides, um, you know, as, as if it's a web page. See, I, I didn't know about yeah, I've that. Used, but I've used that a few I, times. I trust you. There's, <laughs> I mean, if there's a thing you need to do, there's a healthy chance that Canva can do it. It's exactly. pretty amazing. You can also um, record a presentation. So if you want to do a presentation that, you know, you want to manually move through and then record it for later so it moves at the right speeds you can do that um you can share anything to social media it has all kinds of abilities so you could make a design and share it to facebook if you wanted to um you know so if you've got a co-op that you're in and you want to share something you can do that exactly. you can send it via messaging and email so you just take your design and email it right from canva um and there's lots of different, you know, other you, ways to share I, I believe you can also share you can also share designs across people I know there you, can, you, you have yeah. the ability to like if you have somebody else in your co-op who has a, an account you can mm -hmm. send them your design and then you guys can share it between yep, between you the, can. a group or There's a group, a group editing. of uh, yeah a group of editing I know for you know my writers group we we have like one Canva account and we all use it to make images for you know um, Facebook or uh, a, a new flyer or mm -hmm. a new whatever like we're, we're always using it and people can go into it and sign in and then create something very simply or use something that we've already used before that's the that's the cool thing I think once you start using Canva and you're using it a lot to generate whatever you need whether it's educational materials or you're doing something for your co-op or your Girl Scout troop or your you know, your 4-H group that you're running or your Lego, you know, meetup or whatever it is, you know, after a while you have so, you accumulate so many designs and mm -hmm. you have so much content there that it, it's, it's, you can draw off of it in the future. Like I know for, for what I do is I just, I use, I use Canva a lot of times with respect to my writing and I, I just basically copy the design and I change it, you know, change a few things oh, totally. and I reuse things. You end up reusing a lot of designs and like what you talked about with the slides. So if you could think about it as you have a design, you're in Canva, you're, you're trying to use it and you're, you're designing something from that, that window, you can just click copy or duplicate my sheet and it becomes a new sheet below the one you were just working on and you don't lose the one before and it's kind of like a workspace you have like this workspace if, to test different designs a lot of times you want to like try this template and go i like this one but i don't want to delete it i'm just going to create another sheet and i'm going to load in another template and i can go between the two of them and i can kind of look at them and go oh, i really like what this one has and i like what mm -hmm. this one has I'm going to copy this one. I'm going to copy this text from here, and I'm going to paste it into this sheet. And you're just working within that sheet yeah, right there. Yeah. If, if you have if you've looked yeah. at our game breaks, we have two game breaks yeah. out. They're they're free. You can go download them on our site, and Matt will put a link to our Gumroad yeah. store. Um, but we have one for Hoot Owl Hoot, and we have one for Dragonwood. I made those completely in Canva. Yeah. And this process that you're talking about, going through of having a bunch of, that's <laughs> yeah. exactly what we did when we wanted to say, like, what do we want these game breaks to look like? Yeah. The, the front page, I made like four different versions, and we looked at them, and we tweaked fonts, we tweaked colors, and we decided what we wanted to do. But if you want an example of something that we've actually made, you can yeah. go and download that for free and take a look at it. It's all done in Canva. Well, let's let's give them some more ideas. Let's talk about what they can do in their homeschool. That's really what, what matters the most. How can they use Canva in their homeschool? So we'll put a link in here, but canva.com slash templates, and then you can click on education on the side, the, the left-hand side drop down and look at these educational templates for yourself. So if you want to do this while, if you're on your computer while you're listening, you can follow along. 
But um, we wanted to give you some ideas. So uh, one of the things we thought would be really cool is you can do a lot of homeroom homeschool room decor. So think about um, banners that have your homeschool name on them or have, yeah. uh, you know, yeah. periodic table or uh, alphabet stuff. Or, or it's stuff that really is applicable to what you're doing. It's really hard to say, I'm going to go out and buy the Harry Potter banner that that is right. perfect for what we're doing. No, you can go just quickly make one real quick and print them yeah, off. And, exactly. And, and we all know that our six and seven and eight and nine-year-olds they don't care. It looks amazing. It's a printed right. off piece of paper. We could make a huge know? banner that was like, welcome to the Booza School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. <laughs> and they would, like, our kids would totally die. Yeah, so you exactly. can make banners. You can make posters. Think about something that your kid might be struggling with. <gasps> my, my potty chart I made. We're going to talk about that. Wait, oh, wait, we're going to get there. Mamo jamo. We're going to get there. Oh. That's on my list. Did you take a picture? I have, we have the design. We'll put it, <laughs> we're putting it on the Facebook page. Oh my gosh. So, so, okay, we, we'll get there. We'll get there. Think about doing a poster. You know, we, we talked with Carol a couple of weeks ago, right? She's trying to do a bilingual homeschool. And mm-hmm. what if you made a poster of exactly. words in that other language? Like, could you go out and buy a poster with words in Portuguese? Yes, you could. Absolutely. But would it be necessarily maybe the words you want your kids to focus on this week? Right? You could you could do something like that and you do it in Canva. Not and, to call you out, Carol. But and, yeah. I mean, this is something that you could do. I'm thinking that's, about that's like... That's perfect. Like those, a lot of times the interests that are... We, we, we chase the interest of the student. That's right. And the interest of the student is not some mass marketed... Uh, no. Portuguese poster. They just may have a. Uh, they may be really interested in graham crackers or goldfish. Whatever or it is, you can put is, a. You, know? you can put a picture or a clip art even, exactly. and the word next to it, right? So you could you could do maybe your child's really struggling with a, a few concepts that you're studying in your science or your reading or B, whatever it is. B and D. Right. And maybe you want to put all the different ways to tell B and D apart as a big poster. You could do that and you could do it in Canva. Yep. So think about things that could go up in your homeschool space, banners, posters. Canva has a whole template for infographics. I'm such an infographic nerd. I love we good infographic. We all are. We all are. To me, it speaks to my data nerd soul. And so think about like the way that infographics are done. You could do one for your homeschool about some concept that you're teaching. That's really infographics are great because they're so engaging for our kids, right? You see them and you see all the different data and it comes across and it's long, goes down. It's just it like it's so pleasing to the mind. So think about cool infographics and they have all the templates. You don't have to design this yourself. You just plug in your information into the template they already have. Um, You could also make nameplates for your kids. Uh, If you got a co-op, you could make nameplates for all the kids. Like that's something you all could do. Or you're like us and we have two Anna and Elsa bowls and we need to laminate nameplates on both both of the bowls because it's the same bowl, but we don't want any fighting. Right. Right. You could make, you could make like, (laughs) think about your kids maybe doing a kitchen classroom thing and making a a wonderful meal for your family members and you want to make little name cards for each place Perfect. setting or something for the some you know amazing holiday meal or anything you want to do right so you can make name plates you can also make classroom rules mm-hmm. i see a lot of homeschools that have classroom rules about how you know the common stuff like not public school classroom rules but things homeschool rules like you know we're going to support each other you know in this family mm-hmm. we love everyone or you know whatever it is right the things you want your kids to remember you can make that in Canva. So you could choose some sort of a poster or banner, or flyer image, blow it up, do whatever you want, make something that you need and you can get it printed so affordably. Just, I want to talk like super briefly about printing because I have had to print things. Uh, you can get stuff printed at your UPS store or your FedEx Kinko's and you can send that stuff online. And then we just go down to our, our UPS store. I can pick up a print of like, I think I printed like an 11 by 17 high gloss color and it was like a buck 50, you know? So, I mean, you can print just some amazingly cheap stuff, even if you don't have the capability of printing. But on higher, higher quality card stocks and things. Exactly. Like you could, I, I I make. Poster um, board. Yeah. I make the beginning year signs every year for our kids and, you know, the first day of homeschool or whatever. And uh, I do that and I print it at the UPS store. So there's lots of places you can get stuff printed very affordably, but think about like what you could put on the walls and how you could make your space really your own. I think this is a really fun thing to do at the start of every homeschool year. We have a podcast about 
about home starting the homeschool year, I believe maybe last year. And one of the things I always say is like, or getting out of a funk, I think that's what, what it was on. Like change it up, make your space look different. Yeah, right. This is a great way to make your space look totally different by putting some cool posters on the wall that are different. Change it up, it's cheap. Absolutely. So. Let's talk about planning and reporting. Oh, there are lots of templates for different types of planners. There's different calendar templates. Yeah. There's there's planners for like student planners types of things. You could you could do any of this if you want to make your own. Everyone has a, a planner need and some people love paper planners and if you do and you haven't found a paper planner that just has exactly what you want it to be, you can make your own. You could make the columns or, or rows or whatever match the curriculum that you're using or your mm-hmm. kids' names or whatever you want to do. They have tons of templates. They have checklist templates. Mm-hmm. So you could make a bunch of checklists. Maybe you want to make a, a laminated um, checklist that your oh, kids can go chores. through. Oh, I'm going to get there. But no, no, no. I mean, for homeschool specifically, what if it's like, oh, you know, we do three math lessons a week. We do two this, you know, whatever. You could do checklists and have your kids be able to check stuff off. Or maybe you like to do checklists yourself and you like to write them out at the beginning of every week and then you can check, check, check as you get stuff done. Um, Yeah, yeah, I know you love that. You can make, there's agendas, so you can make an agenda for the day if you want to. I mean, maybe you have a couple of days a week where, you know, your schedule is fairly well set. You've got co-op classes or something or dance classes and you could say like, hey, this is our schedule for Monday. Mm-hmm. And here's what's coming up, kids, so everybody knows what to expect. They have agenda templates, so you could do that. Um, and I think as far as that, that's all on the planning side, um, but the reporting side, I think this is a cool tool for reporting. And here's my reasoning for that. You can make a great template that, ha- you know, you can use some of their templates and whatever um, and make, you know, make a few different pages in Canva that have uh, whatever types of reporting you want to do. Mm-hmm. And then um, let's say like you have a page that's that's for ELA and you have a page for math and a page for science, whatever. And then you can take a picture of their work on mm-hmm. your phone, go into the Canva app, upload that picture, click copy the ELA, whatever, and paste it in there and then you and with a date and you've got your reporting that hey this is what they did um so you know you can quickly take a picture of their artwork anything you want to do you could use this book images that you read or right you take images of books um artwork and any anything activities you could use this you know this is one of the things that'd be good for reporting if you're required to report but it also might be really cool to do like a home cool homeschool scrapbook at the end of the year this is all the cool stuff that we did this year kids and hey remember this artwork that you did this also could help you from not having to keep all of the artwork <laughs> you know so D- digitize the yeah artwork. you could say oh yeah let me take a picture of that and then we can throw it away like my, three, uh, my three-year-old monet you know. right so i think that <laughs> impressionist artwork. if you set this up right and you need to i mean how easy to snap a picture and drop it in this would be easier for a reporting template yeah. than trello Probably. like this would be easy so i think that that's a great option maybe just put it in your mind think about how you might use it to report or record or scrapbook the work that you've done so we have this idea of online whiteboards what are those yeah so they call it online whiteboard in their templates uh think of it as um things a teacher might draw on a whiteboard that Mm -hmm. then she she or he would ask the class to fill in a venn diagram so it's a so what you the template is a blank venn diagram the the addition uh bubble tree where they have the one bubble and the two sub bubbles and you it's like one plus one you have one and two and then the answer is three Right. Right. Think about like a SWOT analysis, strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, threats, uh, parts of speech or cause and effect diagrams. Mm -hmm. So, you know, things where somebody might, you know, put this in the and there's information that needs to be filled in by the by the student or by the group together Mm -hmm. as like thought experiments. So those are their what they they call the online whiteboard templates. And then also storyboards as well. Uh, yeah, yeah, storyboards as well. And there's some really cool storyboarding stuff in there for so, writing. So so the thing I think a lot of people will jump onto immediately are the, you know, creating their own worksheets. Oh my gosh, specifically the worksheets are amazing. Around reading and math. I think those will be the, that's the linchpin here, I think, for, for most of the people listening to this, is the ability to generate high quality worksheets really fast. And they have wonderful templates to start with, especially with math. Um, you, they have starting templates for um, speech, for letters, for 
um, types of words, nouns, adverbs, verbs. Oh yeah, they have handwriting. Handwriting, yeah, the handwriting ones you, you saw were really cool. You can search by grade. Yeah. I saw a handwriting one. It was it was like write your name, and I I went in to customize it just to see what the deal was, and the font that they use Inc- actually includes the two lines above and below and the center dash line. It's in the font. So every time with- you type a letter. The, the the number the letter line is coming with you right yeah the 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 lines come with you and it's a and the 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 font is actually dashed so i was able to delete the sample name and put in my own child's name and add like dinosaurs on it it was super cool looking and i was like took you like 30 seconds this was awesome yeah. the font actually includes the 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 uh the guidelines i mean exactly. anyways super cool the worksheets for math and reading you can actually put a grade in there if you want and it'll help narrow down some of that stuff but they have these math worksheets i can't wait to print these out they had their their holiday worksheets and they're based on grade grade level roughly and it's like they're like halloween ones and they have it's all done by a a pumpkin is five and yeah two pumpkins added together is what right yeah yeah witch's hat is three so pumpkin plus witch's hat is you know and so there's these like really fun holiday themed uh, hey, you worksheets. noticed there was a lot of holiday theme things. There was cool holiday yeah. theme stuff. Yeah. And, and there's all types of different worksheets. If you find like our child loves to do um, like decoding yeah. where, you know, this letter equals this and then you use it to de- you, you do all the problems and you use it to decode a, a message. They have that kind of stuff. Ralphie's little F and uh, was it? Little, little Orphan Annie decoder ring. Yeah. The yeah. Jack Morville team. That she loves those things. Yeah, she loves to solve those kind of things. So if you need, uh, you're working on reading practice, like you want to do, find the missing letter yeah. in common words, and you you have all these different clip arts, and you could change them if you wanted to. Uh, I mean, the worksheets on here are like teachers pay teachers quality worksheets. You guys have got to check them out on that canva.com/templates under education because. I was blown away when we were looking at these. I mean, we, we we knew a lot of what Canva did, but we took a look before this episode just to like really understand all the options. And it, I, we were there, even surprised. There's literally so much. There, it, it's hard. And they're adding more. They're yeah, adding so much to, more. It's hard to know every single little piece of it, but also for tests and quizzes mm-hmm, as well. They have test and quiz templates that you can use. They also have tracing and dot to dots. Oh, like, oh my gosh. If you're doing like a preschooler. and I searched like dinosaur and... <laughs> I got so many dot to dots under because you can search for you can search for a word under a specific type of template. So you can click on like the worksheets one and then search within that. So I searched like dinosaur within worksheets. Oh my gosh, you got a kid who's into dinosaurs. You could have dinosaur math and dinosaur reading and dinosaur dot to dots. And I can, we could put, uh, we're getting ready to do prehistory, right? So I was interested in dinosaur things. And they have dinosaur tracing lines. Like I could print those out for my preschooler to do while we're reading books about dinosaurs. She can be doing tracing. And maybe my older daughter's doing some dot to dots while we're doing this reading. I mean, they have some awesome worksheets. I can't wait for you guys to check these out. I think you're going to be blown away by what you can get. Um, Then moving on, like presentations and projects. So thinking about that little bit older child, Mm -hmm. maybe they have something that they need to present, something they need to put together. Having beautiful templates is a great way to stand out and right. To, and to these look templates good. are these templates are specific. They've got art and English, math, science, history templates. They have ones for group projects. So and and these templates are not just a single page. It's like the group project template, for example. It's got the title page. It's got what the assignment was. The members of the group where you can put pictures of each kid and what the what their um, thesis is. And I mean, it it like has so many pages. And so one of one of these templates is not just a single page. It can be a group of pages. And if you wanted to do some sort of a, a presentation on something, depending on the subject, there's a ton of templates to do that to help your kids make really awesome presentations. And they can you know, learn a lot of computer skills while they make those presentations too. Then all about me things. If there they was have such to, a cool, yeah. there's these all about me presentations where the, the cover, you put a picture of the kid and every page has a template of something about the child. Yeah. You know, and where, you can almost put it together like a booklet. Yeah, yeah, it would make a book when you were done. And I was thinking to myself, like, I gotta print this out. I kept, I kept saying to you all morning, I gotta print this out. I gotta print this out. I gotta save this one. He goes, you just start starring things, Ariel. Just start <laughs> starring things. Come back to it later. Well, and, and, and that's a good aside. Like, if you see something you like, you have this ability to star it and save it away, right. so you don't have to go back and search for it again. That it's, mm-hmm. it'll be in kind of this. 
you know, special favorites folder. Right. That, that if you want to find it again. Right. And when you're, we're talking about presentations and projects, another great thing is brainstorming tools, like making a mind maps and, you know, different templates for helping the group think. If you've got a, you know, a robotics team or something that, you know, you're working on a new project. Any type of group project, right? Right. And you're trying to all coalesce your ideas into one common vision. You know, they've got a lot of templates that can help the team work. So not just present the information, but during the process of, you know, completing the project. Absolutely. And then doing newsletters, if you yeah. have to do that for, you know, a group, if you're running, you know, your, you know, your, <coughs> your local little, um, Girl Scouts group or whatever it might right. be, you know, you want to send out a regular newsletter that looks really nice. Well, then you can generate that and just use that as your template. What about like a historical newsletter? I remember in school, I think I had to do like an Oregon Trail newsletter maybe where I, you basically had to incorporate the things I'd learned about the Oregon Trail into a newsletter and, you know, and submit that as an assignment. I, I think that's what I did in school. So you could even do a science newsletter where that's what your child submits, how they communicate their learnings on a topic. Yeah, their own little gossipy, gossip rag from the 1800s, Lady right, Featherdown Right, you could make your whatever. own <laughs> whistle down. I'm sorry, whistle down. You could make your own daily profit. I mean, uh, so there, there could be some cool and, things. And what's cool about it is... Since you can put in the MP4 video files, you could have the living animated uh, artwork in your quote unquote daily profit. Right. And your kid could be like, okay, I want you to film, you know, you pretending to be, um, uh, who's, who's his uncle? Come on. Oh, oh, uh, serious. Uh, serious. Like, right? It was so, his uncle, but okay. Okay, whatever. Godfather. So the Godfather, whatever. The Godfather. Um, you know, on the magazine, you know, they were all yes. reading it and he's like really angry and yelling and screaming. Right, yeah. You could, could film something and then turn it black and white and put it and make a daily profit. Exactly. How cool is that? How cool is that, How guys? How cool is that? And then you make it a gift so it just repeats. Yeah. Uh, really cool. So moving on to game schooling. There's a lot of applications to use mm-hmm. Canva to create sheets or scoring pads or create your own game board. You're, you're tired of buying Yahtzee pads, you know? Yahtzee. <laughs> oh my gosh, yes. I mean, or or like all, all of a sudden you you pull out the game and you're like, oh, let's do this, and you realize we don't have any more, you know, X sheets. Right. Well, fine. We'll, we'll make your own Mad your own. Libs. Oh yes, there you go. That'd be a great one. Yep. Yep. Make your own Mad Libs and include words that you're studying. You well, know? especially like, I, I mean, I know we're not really into it, but if you're into, you know, any type of RPG role-playing game mm-hmm. um, and you character, need, like, character sheets and things of that nature and you want to design your own. Oh, yeah. And that'd they have be your own, really cool. They have your own flair to it, whatever, you know, I'm a, you know, I'm a, yeah. an elf or I'm a, a dragon lord or, or whatever it is. think about know? making your own scavenger hunt sheets. <clears throat> yep. I mean, there could be some really cool things that you could do. I saw uh, a parent who had taken some artwork. I I want to say it was Harry Potter, but I don't know where it was from, um, made their own playing cards. So they made, they made their own playing cards in Canva, cut them out and mom and dad are the king and queen. I don't know what the deal was. Little but, sister's the joker. But they know they were special. They like made up their own game yeah, right. and they used it to teach like math facts or something. They, they found something that their kid was into and they made their own playing cards in Canva, which I thought was awesome. No, no, that's amazing. Also, you know, if you can take it maybe one step further, a little bit more of a creativity thing, you can look at comic strips. If your kid is really into yes. artwork. There's some cool comic strips, there's, y'all. There's, there's there's comic strip templates. There's, there's also coloring pages. Those comic strip templates. I yeah. just want to talk about this for a second oh, yeah. because these were super duper cool, you guys. Okay. So it's a comic strip. And then when you go into it, the template pieces that you can move around, it's like the people's bodies and there's no expressions. The expressions are a separate thing that you can change. So you can change their expressions and then the bubbles for them to talk, those are all different too. So you can take this template. You know, the one thing about these templates is they're basically already all complete when you get them Mm -hmm. and you need to then manipulate them to change them. So you can just go with it as, as is if you wanted it to, but you can make it your own and do something different. And I love that they had the bodies of the characters and then you could change the expression. So you could make various comic strips from this. Especially if you're, if you have a kid who doesn't have the drawing skills yet to actually do their own comic, they can easily click and drag and and select on a mouse. You know, it gives them that, that outlet for creativity. Absolutely. Absolutely. I thought that was really cool. And then coloring pages. The coloring pages were awesome. They had, we were looking earlier at letter coloring pages. So it was like the letter A, for example, and it was a giant A that you could color and all around it were A objects. Mm -hmm. Um, 
And that was just a template. Like I could just print that. I don't have to even modify it. <laughs> and and they had one for every letter. I'm like, well, this is what our preschooler is going to be doing from <laughs> now on, you know. So I mean, he was he was making his own yes. letter templates where he or not templates, but you were taking a construction paper, you were doing a big letter, and then you were drawing an object that started with that letter, and you had to do all of them by hand. And it's like, wow, these templates existed. We could have just colored them and used those yeah, was, as practice. I was for trying her. to use objects that she kind of already knew, right? right. That, that, that she could easily identify with the letter. But you could even change out the line art part, objects into something else. Part, part of my issue is that, you know, there are letters that have multiple sounds mm-hmm. and like S or G or, you know, C. Yeah, there's different sounds and they don't pick them. A lot of times in those like letter cards, they don't pick an animal or an object that represents the most common use of that sound, yes. right? Yes. It's like it's like using the letter C and not using cat and using city instead, right? right? It's like what are you doing? It's like <laughs> yeah, or sometimes or like they'll, giraffe. Sometimes they'll use a, a thing that's like no, the kids don't know. Like yeah. I, I'm explode oh, the yes. code is famous for this slip. Do you know, like our daughter who's six and a half does, I mean, she's never worn a slip. She's never seen mommy wear a slip. This isn't the 1950s. I mean, I mean, I know some people still wear slips, but it was the kind of thing where she was not going to intuitively get that that arrow pointing to that woman in a dress was trying to say slip, (laughs) right? Like she just wouldn't get that. And so sometimes I think it's great. We can just make this something our kids will know. If your kids, like our kids super into Frozen, maybe we make all these letters into with Frozen characters and then there you go as long as we don't you know we just use them at home for ourselves we can do that so lots of cool things lots of really cool coloring pages if you want like quick and easy and free coloring pages there you go okay let's step into the home a little bit deeper Mm -hmm. we can use this everywhere reward sheet sheets you mean we talked about it arrow will post it my Mm. i mean we're talking this is like I mean, Sotheby's was knocking on my door. Oh my gosh! To sell this image as an, <laughs> as an, as an NFT, so, I'm gonna I'm gonna mint this. You know what? When I finally mint my first NFT, I'm gonna mint this image. This of is the, this is so silly. So a, we were potty we were chart. potty training our our younger daughter, and we wanted to make a potty chart for Hold her. On. And Hold we on. wanted we're gonna do this in real time, Ariel. Everyone's gonna experience it. I want you to describe to the people. C A N V A. We're, we're doing this. I'm not even editing this out. All, all right. right. I'm opening up Canva right now. We have the big monitors. Wait a minute. Where's all the stuff? I'm going home. It's always the safest place to go is home. There, where is it? There, there it is. is. Okay. Okay. So we Hold asked. On. I'm pulling it up. We Ariel. asked our three-year-old, like, what would make her feel good about, like, we wanted this potty chart to not be some generic thing we could buy at the store or just a piece of construction paper like we did with her older sister. We wanted it to be something that she could really be excited about and identify with so she asked for so so the first thing she asked for was there was a little girl who had a potty uh chair and had a bunny now you have to understand that she has a bunny that she does not leave this this bunny is but it's it's sacred it's literally named bunny and she walks and so i I found clip art in canva that had a little girl sitting on a, a little potty and then the bunny is sitting on the potty so there you go right there connection number one she goes then i need a doggy who looks like Elsa. <laughs> and so I found a dog that had some... It's like a Jack Russell. Jack Russell, who somebody had put a, a thing on, and I put a, a tiara. Cor- a, I put a tiara on top of him. I put that... That's a custom tiara. Oh, sorry. No, I, this is this is a custom job. <laughs> okay. I put the tiara on top of the Jack Russell, and that, that was the top thing. And I put a nice little background. So there it is. She had her characters that she wanted. Then, because we all know that peeing is more often than poo-pooing, I had to create a chart that allowed for stickers to, to right. live. Uh, frozen stickers naturally and ariel described the left image please. so you have a po- a puddle of pee with a smiley face over it with googly eyes with googly eyes and, and then, then a poo that is smiling <laughs> she, on the right and she picked out everything and, the, and she then, picked out all and the then pieces. the whole and what's the whole background frozen it's all frozen because that's what she wanted so he made this custom chart and i know this seems super silly but this is what clicked with her this is what she wanted this was the type of reward chart that she wanted to see so think about reward charts you could also make chore charts for your kids and what they need to do i'm closing it down yes close it down um you could make chore charts or checklists for them you could also make skills posters and they have a couple of templates they had like a teeth brushing template but you could make other ones that you hang up in different areas of your house that 
that have, you know, things they need to work on for their, you know, self-care skills. skills. And skills, yeah. Skills-based learning. Right. I, I really like it, like, especially if there's something that maybe has some steps, like maybe every morning they have to make their bed or they have to do it in a certain, you want them to do it in a certain way because, you know, regimented behavior is a good discipline, you know, make your yeah. bed the same way every day, right? Take care and do something that that you do every day and do it well. Like I could see putting right. one of these in our daughter's, our older daughter's room saying, uh, you know, change your clothes, including fresh panties, <laughs> brush your teeth, brush your hair, yep. go potty, or go like potty. a nighttime checklist, right? Go you know, potty. I want you to brush your teeth, I want you to brush your hair, I want you to go potty, get in your pajamas, yep. actual pajamas, don't just wear the same thing and tell me you want to sleep in it, <laughs> actual pajamas. You know, like I could see doing some cool charts like this. So there's that. Um, The other thing for home use that I thought was really cool, this is your like birthday central. If you want to make birthday invitations um, or decor to go with the birthday party, they have a lot of templates. Parties in general. Yeah, lots of party stuff. So you can find lots of good invitations for for parties and things like that. Lots of holiday stuff. And then we also talked about keeping memories through scrapbooking. You've done yeah, some of this so as well. I'm I'm a fan of digital scrapbooking. One of the things that I started and um, as I started a, a scrapbook just for Christmas, and so every uh, page spread is one year of our Christmas since our oldest daughter was born, and so we can look back at that every year and see the Christmases that came before. And I want to do one for Halloween too, so we can see the Halloweens that came before. Mm-hmm. Digital scrapbooking, I just really like it because we can share it with people. I can print it. It's easy to put into photo books for the grandparents. Um, and I can do that in Canva. There aren't a lot of great ways to do free digital scrapbooking. Mm-hmm. Um, there are some, if you only intend to print it, like you go to a Vistaprint or whatever and they have, or Shutterfly. Um, but I wanted a little bit more control over it than they would give me, but I wanted it to still be easy. So I just did it in Canva. They have enough cool clip art and background wallpapers and stuff that I was able to make really great scrapbook scrapbooking pages um and then i can just copy them and change the the photo um uh template you know areas for the photos and fill in with the different photos i have and and there we go it was actually pretty darn easy to create so i like it for digital scrapbooking as well and then then there's one last thing that you can do which is Maybe creating a class for your co-op. Yeah, if you want to create a course for your for your co-op or for your kids or whatever, they have templates in Canva that are for teachers. That you know, if you want to teach a certain subject, you can search for a science topic or a math topic, and it has a series of you know some of them are thirty slides long, where there's a template created for you to teach a full subject. So you could make it like right a course there. notes. So uh, those are really neat and worth checking out if you have to ever teach a, a class or, uh, you know, teach to a scouting group or 4-H or, or whatever, they actually have some long form templates for classes. So we have geeked out on Canva. I think we've we've exploded Canva for those who yeah. asked. I think, and, and show us what you guys make. I know. Please. I know. Start sharing what you guys are making. It's amazing because... We would love it, to see. It's, it's such a great tool. And we, we don't even leverage it enough, I don't, don't think. Yeah, we could leverage it even more as... Oh, yeah as like a design center. And especially once you get comfortable with the tool and you use it a couple of times, create a couple of designs, you start printing things off. You just get addicted to it because you're like, oh, I could do so much. And you know how to how to make it custom to what your kids want. And that really, I think, you know, enriches the experience of learning and enriches the connection, especially if they start seeing themselves in there. Yeah, or they see their really name cool. in there. And it's just like, they, they it just goes off, you know, it goes, it, it is just such a, a cool experience that when they start seeing things that they enjoy and they connect to it more and it's more memorable. And I think these type of tools that are really, you know, super free, you know, they have a free option, but also you can get that free a pro upgrade if you can show you're an educator. The pro upgrade, I mean, we just use so much of it. No, I, it's I, so worth I it, could guys. not, I could not not use it. It's, like, yeah, it's, really it's good. one of those things. I mean, yes, I could find another tool that kind of works like Canva, and there are a few other ones out there, but Canva's, Canva's been around the longest, and it's the biggest, and it's the most mature, and I love it. And we both, we both use the heck out of it. So, yeah, totally. Hopefully, this helps you make that, make it the jump into Canva. I know it's kind of a, a wonky, wonky episode, but I think there's so many, it dovetails so well with homeschooling as a resource creation tool. 
um, something that enriches your homeschool, I think is, is beyond, is beyond useful. And I think it could help a lot of people. So let's get into what we always, what we, what we do all, at the end of every podcast is talk about, you know, kind of what we're into. We did pool school for the first time ever. And yeah, it was really cool. It was awesome. Like I was sitting there. We have like a little, uh, yeah. 12 foot, um, above ground, 30 inch deep yeah. in text. Nothing it, exciting. Yeah. we Just to set the stage for everybody. Listen. <laughs> Listen, we're rolling high these days. <laughs> we had the 10-foot 10 10 pole, and now we got the 12-foot pool, people. That's right. We're living large. It's on the patio. Drake, step aside. Elon Musk, <laughs> keep your money. I've got my 12-foot in tech. I'm, I'm as wealthy as a, as, a, as a man can be with two little <laughs> girls. Um, so the other day, basically what happened was I was running out of time. I needed to do my homeschooling, and I needed to get my workout in, and I wanted to get in the pool. And I did not want to miss those two things. And I said, okay, sweetie, you're coming out with me. I got to get my things done and you're going to get your stuff done. She's like, oh, dad, this is really confusing. We normally do homeschool at the kitchen table. I'm like, we're doing it in the gym today. <clears throat> Come on out there. Daddy's going to be doing cardio while you're working. Yeah. And then I'm all hot and sweaty because it's finally summer here in the Pacific Northwest. And I'm like, Come on, we're going to the pool. And I get in the pool and I'm sitting there <clears throat> and I'm a very large man and I'm, and I'm, you know, Archimedes, you know, displacing the water. And I'm just sitting there. My head is like just, bolt, my mouth is just above the water. And I'm sitting there looking through this kind of eye hole while she's reading her book, her all about reading book. I'm like, good job. Nope, you missed that word. Nope, do it again. <laughs> so it was pool school, but daddy was in the pool. But yeah. it just is a way to just, you know, tell everybody, you know, make, make it what you can. Uh, don't let life get in the way. Um, yeah, we've done some schooling with her in the in pool the, too, where she's yeah. like reported out on what she's learned to me while we're swimming exactly, as well. Exactly. Yeah, recapping things. So I, yeah. I I definitely brought homeschool outside and brought homeschool into the gym because I was being selfish and I needed things to get done for myself. Self care is important. Self care is very important, people. Very, very important. But it was nice because you were still able to get She thought it was both the coolest thing ever. She loved it. Now she's like, Can we do more school while you're in the pool? Like and she the, really liked it. And then it. not a week later, I took homeschool out to the park. And right. she really liked that too. So I, and that might be something that we do once in a while to kind of to kind of shift it up and, and change it up. The yeah. thing was, is we were in a different environment. Her sister wasn't there. She had, you know, she she was not overly stimulated. It was something unique and different and she was into it and she did a really good job. And so I would encourage you guys to maybe uh, go get your in-tech pool and live large <laughs> like us and uh, and do a little homeschooling in the pool. Thanks so much for joining us today and making us a part of your homeschool journey. Please engage with us on social media. Join our Homeschool Together podcast group on Facebook and find us at Homeschool Together podcast on Instagram. We'd love to hear your feedback, questions, and recommendations. Until next time. Happy homeschooling! <laughs>